Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday, October the 7th. I come to you with my echo live from St. Anne Parish uh, in the church uh, once again. It is a memorial today. It is the uh, memorial of Our Lady of the Holy Rosary, and we are going to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, if you were at... Uh, Holy Rosary Parish this last weekend. You will know a little bit of what I'm going to speak about. So more on that later. But for our gospel today, as I mentioned yesterday, we finished up the uh, 10th chapter of Luke. Uh, Because today is a memorial and not a feast, we stay on the same cycle. And so we will just begin the 11th chapter of Luke today. So Luke 11, 1 to 4, it falls very well, actually, into our feast day today with what the gospel is. Um... But uh, we don't go out of cycle. So Luke 11, 1 to 4, let's uh, break open the gospel together today, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. And do not subject us to the final test. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So as I mentioned, today it is, uh, the, it is Our Lady of the Holy Rosary. Uh, for those who don't know, I've often said that I am a lay Catholic minister and I uh, am the pastoral leader of three rural Catholic parishes in the Diocese of Green Bay. Well, one of those is called Our Lady of the Holy Rosary. And this last weekend, Father John Girardi, who is our priest celebrant, uh, comes down on the weekends as a just a wonderful man and uh, has really been a blessing to the parish, Uh, gave a homily on the rosary because knowing the the, uh, feast day was coming up this this Wednesday, uh, every year, October the 7th. And um, so let's talk a little bit about the history and some of what I'm going to say, certainly Father John uh, mentioned this weekend uh, in his homily. So if you heard that, uh, it'll be a little bit repetitive. But um, the rosary didn't just kind of fall out of the sky and, uh, and become a prayer for Catholics, you know, uh, say about the time of Pentecost. It actually had a development that uh, took place over a number of centuries. And the rosary that you and I pray today and will pray here shortly uh, has been in place for about the last 500 years, uh, but didn't begin that way. The, uh, the spread of the rosary is credited often to, to St. Dominic, although there were desert fathers and mothers and, uh, and some of the uh, monks um, that were uh, Celtic monks and, and things going around uh, and uh, did a great job evangelizing the continent of Europe and the Middle Ages after uh, all, all things kind of went black for a while on the continent, they were, were taking around beads and praying uh, to the Blessed Mother in a certain sense. 
But the idea, the first part of the, the rosary developed over that late, late first millennium into early second millennium. And this, uh, the rosary at that time was more or less what we say is the first part of the rosary now. Uh, the sayings of the angel Gabriel, the archangel Gabriel, and uh, Elizabeth to Mary. So when we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. That is a direct quote from scripture, of course, from the greeting of Gabriel to Mary at the Annunciation. And then when we go in, blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, that is a direct quote from Elizabeth uh, with the next joyful mystery, which we prayed this Monday and Tuesday, uh, when she greets Elizabeth and says, the, the child in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb uh, in, uh, in that encounter with one another. And so that was the, the prayer of the rosary through that time, St. Dominic in the 13th century, so early 1200s. Um, was credited with spreading that the rosary throughout much of Europe uh, and had a great love. In fact, uh, any icons you see or statues, you'll often see a rosary hanging from his, um, his, uh, his robe uh, on the side. He was an itinerant preacher, and so it wasn't just that he stayed in one place. He went all over teaching and brought this rosary and this prayer with him. Well, the rosary developed, and, and I really think it found its, its place in the 16th century uh, for a number of things that happened there. And first of all, again, I should have studied this and said which pope did this, but I believe, if memory serves, it was early 16th century that, that a pope at that time added the second half of what we now know as the rosary. So we prayed, okay, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, Archangel Gabriel's statement. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Elizabeth's statement. And then we have the second half. Uh, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. So this isn't scriptural like the first part is, although it is uh, very, very rooted in church teaching. So Holy Mary, of course, we, she's the queen of the apostles, we say, the queen uh, of, uh, she's, she's what we would call the greatest saint, Holy Mary, Sanctus, uh, the Holy One, the Holy Mother of God. Holy Mary, Mother of God, the Mother of God is one of her titles, uh, not the only title for Mary, but one of her titles now, there are people that bristle at that title, and, and they needn't do so. We're not saying she gave birth to the creator of the universe, um, and that Mary is a, is a deity, and that she was there at the beginning. No, what we're saying is she gave birth to Christ, and Christ was fully God and fully human. We believe that in, in full, in, in totality. And so we, one of her titles is Mary, Mother of God. We also call her Mary, Mother of the Church. Oh, love that one, but we'll get to that, you know, another day. Uh, but Mother of God, she birthed, uh, her yes, gave birth to God in a new way. Uh, gave birth to this incarnational experience. Uh, so we say Holy Mary, because she's sanctus, she is holy. Uh, in her yes, it teaches us so much. Uh, Mother of God, because she gave birth to Christ. Pray for us sinners. Pray for us. Now, 
today and at the hour of our death. Who doesn't want that? And brothers and sisters, if you think, oh, why are we doing this? This is crazy. Why are we asking Mary to pray for us? That's just, you know, paganism. No, it's not. We believe in the communion of saints, my friends. We believe in those who have come before us. And we believe in those who come after us, that we are united in the faith with them. And, uh, and it's just like I would say, uh, and if something difficult were going on in my life, that I would ask you, hey, pray for me. This is, just, I'm struggling with this. Can you pray for this situation or with me about that? Why wouldn't we ask our blessed mother, the mother of the church, by the way, remember, the one given to us at the foot of the cross by Christ to the beloved disciple, you and me. Why wouldn't we invite her to pray with us? Who is there in the kingdom of God who prays before the throne like our guardian angels? We're simply inviting her to pray for us and what's going on with us now and, and most certainly at, at the time of our death. So that, brothers and sisters, becomes the, the rosary. Now, um, the other incredibly big event that took place, and this is where I'll, I'll totally steal it from Father John, uh, in the 16th century was this battle of Lepanto that took place. It was a naval battle on October the 7th in 1571. The uh, Ottoman Empire, so the Turkish fleet, was coming up through the Mediterranean and they were met by this Catholic fleet of ships put together by Pope Pius V, I believe. And on this day, now the, the Catholic fleet was outnumbered um, and so leading up to this battle, uh, Pope Pius asked the faithful across the empire, across Europe, to pray the rosary. And on this day, October the 7th, the Catholic fleet defeated the feet from the fleet from the Ottoman Empire. And originally, because of that, Pope Pius named October the 7th the Feast of Our Lady of Victory, and that was later changed to Our Lady of the Holy Rosary. And hence we have that today. So why 150, you know, okay, so 15 mysteries um, originally was the, the uh, how it was divided up. And again, I think Pope Pius V had a great deal to do with this. Um, and it stayed that way until the early 90s and Pope John Paul II, which we'll bring in here in a second. So, no pun intended. So, we, um, we have the joyful mysteries, the sorrowful, and the glorious. So, dealing with the birthing of Christ, dealing with the, the suffering and death of Christ, and dealing with the resurrection and the new life that comes out of suffering. Uh, and, and really, that's very Paschal mystery. Some people may think, Oh, uh, you know, you Catholics, why do you pray the rosary? It's just centering on Mary. We're, we're to pray to Christ. It is a reflection on the life of Christ and, and the life of the church, of which Mary is a part, brothers and sisters. Uh, and there's no doubt about that. But it is a reflection on the life of Christ. So remember, in the Middle Ages, and uh, so let's talk, you know, those last three, four, five hundred years of uh, the first millennium and the first 500-ish years, a uh, few hundred years anyway, before we hit the Renaissance uh, in Europe. Um, those are all the Middle Ages. And the vast majority of people are uneducated. And books, well, the, the printing press hasn't been invented yet. And so books were only to the elite 
and to the educated, those with money, the wealthy. And, uh, and people in monasteries, the monks in monasteries would pray the Psalter. They would pray the Psalms every day, not all of them every day, but over the course of a week, I think they did all of them, 150 Psalms. And so the rosary was the layperson's uh, way of meditating on the life of Christ in imitation of that which the monks did. And so they would pray 150, dec- uh, 150 Hail Marys, Aves at the time, called in Latin, um, in honor of the 150 psalms that the monks did, the Psalter. Again, divided up 50 into the joyful, 50 into the sorrowful, 50 into the glorious. Uh, and then uh, separated each of these five mysteries, of course, separated by the Lord's Prayer. Now, the Lord's Prayer is Matthew's version, not Luke's that we have today, which is why this goes so well today, because the Lord teaches us to pray, they ask. You know, and he says, listen, essentially, uh, I'll break this down, which the Lord's Prayer deserves a whole podcast in itself. And because I've already gone a long time, I won't spend much time on it. But basically he's saying, listen, the first half in Luke, I mean, he gets right to it. Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. I mean, essentially in saying, Father, hallowed be your name and your kingdom come, it's saying, Lord, we can easily fall into the place where we want our name to be in lights. You know, I was walking through Walmart yesterday and fame was on the song, you know. I'm going to live forever, light up the sky like a flame. Fame. I'm going to make it to heaven, baby, remember my name. I mean, isn't that the world we live in? Right? You know, let my name be the one that's glorified. And, and the Christian says, no. No, Father, your name be glorified. Your name be hallowed, not mine. Um, and your kingdom come. Essentially is saying, not mine. When I say your kingdom come, it means your attitude, your actions, your will, yes, your, your all things you and not me, not my will, not my attitude, not my actions. Maybe yours. So essentially the first half is, is saying, Lord, this is about you. My life is about you. It's not about me. And then the second half is saying, hey, but, but, but we're down here and we need some help. Give us our, our bread. Of course, that means more than just um, our food for the day, but give us that sense of your presence. Give us that sense of what we need today, your, your nearness, your security. Uh, give us that ability to say yes to putting my name aside and saying yes to your name. And Lord, then forgive us our sins. And then that line, for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. <laughs> sounds pretty self-assured to me. Like, Lord, I do this. So, so, so you, you forgive me too. And, and I think you know, it, it reads that way, even though that's, I'm sure, not what Jesus is saying. He's saying, listen, Lord, forgive us everything uh, uh, that, we, that gets in the way between you and I and between me and others and between me and myself. Forgive all that stuff. And Lord, again, help me be a conduit of that same grace to other people. Help me to be as free in giving that grace as you are to me and, and may be as abundant. Uh, and then, of course... Um, do not subject us to the final test in, in Matthew's version. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. I'm not sure they're saying the same thing there, and I'm not smart enough to know. And so I let you ponder that. Does, does it mean the same thing? Um, subject us not to the final test. What is, what is that final test? 
I'm, I'm not sure I know. I'm going to ponder that. But anyway, brothers and sisters, all this makes up the Holy Rosary. You know, we, uh, we, we do uh, these five Our Fathers, uh, and, and we do 50 Hail Marys on a, on a, a, a mystery. Um, there are five mysteries. Uh, well, five decades in each mystery, the joyful, the sorrowful, the glorious. And in 1992, John Paul added the luminous, which originally, of course, I was like, John Paul, what are you doing? The rosary's the rosary. It's been that way for 500 years. Didn't need to change it. But I'm so glad he did <laughs> because, you know, it's not just the death and resurrection, the birth, death, and resurrection that, and, and that saves us. Uh, it is the life of Christ, too. It is the life, death, and resurrection. And the luminous mysteries focus on that life. The luminous mysteries, for those who don't know, are the uh, baptism of Christ, uh, the wedding feast at Cana, the proclamation of the kingdom, the uh, transfiguration, and, and then the gift of the Eucharist to the church. And it's so good because those, those things are essential to who Christ was too because it's essential to who God is. Oh, I've talked way too long today. The Feast of the Holy Rosary, it's a good one. Um, yeah, good prayer to do because it focuses on the life of Christ and the life of the church. Uh, and uh, we're inviting the communion of saints, especially Mary, to pray with and for us on the journey. So let's pray that prayer today. If there's an intention, someone in this communion of saints or something which you want to invite along invites you to do that at this time. And let's pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third joyful mystery today. Again, fittingly enough, the incarnation. Uh, Christ is born into the world through Mary, the mother of God. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Mary, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. And blessings to you, my friends, my prayers with and for you on this, this feast day of Our Lady of the Holy Rosary.